Well, good evening and welcome. <laughs> Have you found, still not found the jingle? <laughs> well, like I said last week, we need to get a new jingle. I said to Lucy, we need one that Doesn't hasn't got everybody's names. names there, just yeah. says it's the truck gang because that's what it changes all the it's time it's always different yeah, we always yeah, have yeah. guests on this show and tonight is no exception so yes you're listening to me Avril with the In Conversation show and I am here with Emma Emily and me JP <laughs> what, what was voice that voice was that honestly <laughs> I don't know uh, Oh. Also, for the record, Claire's here, but yeah, she Claire's is fast asleep, asleep on the sofa. The <laughs> she came in. She'll probably she wake came, up at some point. Oh my god! She came in this evening. She had a cup of tea, and then she crashed on the sofa before some dinner, and uh, at the dinner, then she woke up, didn't yeah. she? She, she didn't, went. I smell cheese. <laughs> yeah, because <Yeah, laughs> it was meatball Thursdays. Yeah. We always have meatballs on Thursdays. Um, so come along and join us in the chat room, transradiouk.com. Click on chat room come and say hi if you've got our mobile app and if you haven't why haven't you got it because it's for all mobile devices i don't even know what want to know what's going on here at the moment um <laughs> if you go explore trying to keep our, a gremlin under control <laughs> if, you, if you click explore our socials you can come in and we're in the chat room um, and there's quite a few people in the chat room already. So good evening, everybody. And I'd like to say a massive thank you to Chrissy for the show before us. She was standing in till we find out what we're doing with that slot, because that's Lucy's slot. But because it she's is. doing training with Sutton United Women on Thursdays, but I'm presuming training will... Um, it's not going to be all the year, is it? No, I think it'll be off. So I think she was saying she wants to have a show still, mm. but it's finding a show that we can do round all the everything else. So I guess uh, we need to figure out if like how how many weeks <coughs> will there not be training, and does someone want to do a part year? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, or maybe just we'll swap something around. I yeah. don't know. It's just need to look at it, figure it out. Yeah, we'll when you got the time? Oh my gosh, when do I have the fun? When do I have the time for anything? Well, when you're moment? sat around all day not doing anything, Avril. <laughs> God, everyone knows you don't do anything. Oh my <laughs> gosh! So, if you're in the chat room, come and say hi, just so that we know you can hear us. I think it's always nice to know that, yeah, as I say, when when I do my studio, I always do a mic test and everything first so when yeah. it's so when it's here i just never know what it's gonna be right? i mean that's the magic right the magic <laughs> see what happens the magic so what we're going to talk who's going to do the truck united update i think it's going to be emily isn't it? i think emily said but we need it. to do the song first yeah do you know the so, song yeah yeah you know it stop pretending <laughs> Truck United, we'll go down in history. You did it wrong. No. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. AJ's saying, can anybody hear the show? So oh. I'm actually now wondering uh, if anybody Have you pressed mic? Yes, yeah. I have. Are you sure? Mike, Are you sure? Are you positive? Are you sure? Yes, I have. Okay. And I press broadcast as well. Look. We're broadcasting. AJ says, can anybody hear the show? <laughs> Andrea's saying good evening so she can hear. I think AJ's winding me up, you know. Ah. So, <laughs> so she said, she's just put in there, only kidding. Don't do that to me. I do panic <laughs> because Lucy's set up. Her, her, her virtual DJ and everything is completely different to mine. She's got a completely different skin. Everything works completely, completely different. different it does. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what it's called. I know that's what it's called, but it sounds very, um, you know, Hannibal Lecter. Well, 
Oh, it's so Emily, it's time. Oh, really? You shouldn't be doing that. Oh my god. So Emily, this is your opportunity. Now you need to lean into the. She's very softly spoken. We've given her one of the loud mics to make sure everybody. Now you're going to have to speak up so we can all hear okay. you. And you need to tell us the update about Truck United, please. Uh, for a starter, uh, the game, the five-star match on Tuesday was cancelled due to the other team pulling out very, very last minute. Yeah, you, you were already on the train. Were you on the train? Yeah, we we got past the first station and um, we got a message saying that they, they pulled out. So, so there were lots like of people every, on the all way. The, all of the team were pretty much on the way. A yeah. lot. Some of the people were like near enough there. Yeah. So I feel bad. So it was very, very last minute that yeah. they pulled out. So it's not the first time this has happened, is it? I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I think it was a different team than it was last time, obviously. But yeah, people uh, just... I don't know if they, they had a good enough excuse, minute, to be honest. It's just it's, they didn't have enough players. <clears throat> I mean... It's five a size. <laughs> <laughs> not being funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, like six or seven players. Yeah. Can't you just rock up with five. I mean, you can. Just means no one gets power a break. through. Yeah. yeah. But it is only twenty minutes a half, so it's not like it's not yeah. like a full. Yeah. I mean, I can only manage about ten. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that probably last longer because it's quite a lot of a small pitch. Yeah. Yeah. True. It true. Is. I so, have to move. Somewhere. So, what's happening at the weekend for truck then? So we've on Saturday we've got a. Game against London, London Tigers. Titans. Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple of teams mixed up there. Um, yeah, London Titans, uh, three o'clock kickoff. And that's at uh, Walton at Thames. Yeah, Walton XL Centre. So if you're around and you're in the area, please come down and support the team. So, and what was going to be happening on Sunday? On Sunday, we had. A tournament in Birmingham. And uh, that's been called off. Yeah, that's it? been called off. I, I actually don't know the reasoning for this one. Uh, I don't think oh, I was it was. Told. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, the the bloke that was organising it has decided at the very last minute. Well, not very last minute, but quite last minute. That um, it, he wasn't happy with. The, the quality, the, the standard. I don't know what I, we don't what even know what, what we don't we don't even know what that means. Like genuinely, <clears throat> I, the group chat today was just crazy. Yeah, with like it made no sense. No one really knew what the guy was talking about. There's like I think there was meant to be six teams uh, in this tournament. You know, very money was in Birmingham as well. Yeah, so people yeah. were traveling. people have like booked travel, booked hotels, and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, just like really no real reason communication as to like why it was cancelled at all it was just very like vague it, yeah. it felt like we're cancelling this because we want to cancel it um don't mm. really don't really know why to be honest so yeah just really unfortunate so that people are going to miss out on uh, on, a match, on, on a, tournament. a nice tournament as yeah, well yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, that's a bit of a shame. And I don't think there's really much else to update about Chuck United at the moment, is there? I mean, you know, uh, Lucy's got some going through, making sure that she's adding the new players. That yeah, I saw there were some asking. new players that started because uh, they were posting messages and doing some intros yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. So if you're on Spawn, really nice. if you're part of the team, make sure you go and say hello to the newbies. Um, make them feel welcome. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so if you're around in Walton on Saturday at 3pm, um, it will be out on the VO as well, so you can watch it live mm. as well. So, you know, Fingers if you can't crossed get it will have there, dried up just, by then. Well, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's Otherwise, hope I'm so. not going. <laughs> so. Well, I'll be going down. I'm doing my show on Saturday, and then I'm going to be hot-footing down. Nice. So I won't be there right at the no, very beginning. No, I won't be. I've got, I've got a thing on Saturday. You have so. a thing. I have a thing. But I um, shall be down there a bit later so yeah but do will, come down you yeah. can say hello to everybody as yeah. well yeah i'll be there from from the start cheering everyone on because you haven't got any choice <laughs> <laughs> it's always a nice, are, we, are we on the main pitch do you know i believe so oh that's good because it's got all the stands Cause it's, yeah, yeah. Cause it's saturday so so yeah, keep us out the rain be, yeah exactly Which don't have nice. to stand there with an umbrella or in the little dugout i can or, shout or, loud or, enough to listen yeah, we're very near the bar there i mean they can hear you in like in like central london Right, so I think we'll wind up that little bit, and that's about trucking. I can tell Lucy's not here because it's a very quick. Yeah, I know, quick right? Bit don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll fill the rest of the time. Well, I keep uh, getting, I keep saying to her, I did say to her today and yesterday, you need to re- pre-record me a little bit yeah. that I can play out uh-huh. talking about Truck United, you know, giving your updates. So uh, yeah, because yeah. I mean, it always needs Lucy's spin on it. To be fair, doesn't it? Really, it does. But, I'll yeah. get her to do it. I'll get her to, after the match on Saturday. I'll get her to do something that we can broadcast out next week. Oh no! Be the week Tuesday. after because we're not going to be here. Actually, next oh, week we'll no, get, we right. need to sing the song and then we need to talk about why we're right. going to be here. Next so week. that is all for, for Truck United. We, we went, went down, down in history. history. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my dearie, dearie me! So yes, next Thursday we won't be doing the in conversation show. And why won't you be doing the in conversation really? show? Ah, we won't be doing the in conversation show because it is the Pride in Surrey Awards Eve. So, uh, Lucy won't be going because obviously she's going to be at football training. Yeah. But I will be going down there. Um, we've been nominated for several mm-hmm. several awards. I think we had Lucy for Community Champion. Yeah. I think Trans Radio has been nominated as well. I think Truck nice. United might have been nominated. Yeah. Um, and... I've been nominated for Ally of the Year. Ally of the Year. So it would be nice if we won one of them, you know, but it's all of them. them. Dream Um, big. But Pride in Surrey are our really good friends. We work very closely with Pride in Surrey. (laughs) Well, that's why I think that they can't give any of them to us because I think to other people it could be, you know, but they are, we are. Really good friends. Yeah. They they are about to announce very shortly where Pride in Surrey is going to be for oh. this year. I know my lips are sealed. Mm. It's under embargo. <coughs> I think they're actually announcing it tomorrow. Oh, cool. So it's going to be really mm. exciting. So next week you're going to have the alternative in conversation show, and that's where we have our little gang that get together. So we've got AJ and Andrea and Kai, DJ Glorious, oh, nice. um, and they get, they always get together and they'll do a show to cover for the in conversation show. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm so I'm going to miss so, well, we can listen back because yeah, all the In Conversation shows and Kevin's uh, chat show on Sundays, they go on our podcast. Oh, yeah. And I never even that means that you can get it on Apple and Spotify and blah, 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 all the other places. I don't really know. Yeah. But it's, you can get it on all those places. You can listen back to any of the shows because we do podcast them all out. So oh, that's super cool. That is going to be fabulous. So... <clears throat> What do you want to talk about this week? 
What um, is the burning topic of conversation for this? Is week? it the um, Richie Sunak is a complete a wipe? Could be. Could be. I mean, it's pretty high up there, right? What an awful, awful thing to do. So, if you didn't know, yesterday was Prime Minister questions in the House of Commons. Yep. Um, and a lot of what they say actually is already they they plan what they're going to be saying to each other. It's it's a bit like a it's like watching a pantomime though. I think quite a lot of the time when you watch any. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. I, I really hate I really hate politicians um, in the House of Commons because they they laugh and jeer at each other like children, and I'm like, you are all grown ass adults. Can you not act like it? Can you, you were running act? the country? Can you not act like grown adults rather than going rah, 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 rah. like it's ridiculous? It is utterly ridiculous. Yeah, like, it is. High school students know how to do a debate more sophisticatedly than adult elected, oh, well-paid um, MPs. Yeah. Uh, to my mind, it's absolutely disgusting and they should all be absolutely ashamed of themselves. How they behave in that house oh, is it just was... ridiculous. So. They, uh, Keir Starmer was there and he opened up doing a little chat about Esther um, and, you know, how she's doing so well in the face of, you know, a really awful situation. Um, Esther was up in the House of Commons. Um, She was uh, meant to actually be in the chamber at the time, but it now subsequently has come out. She actually wasn't in the chamber because she was running late. Mm. Bear in mind, she's coming all the way down from Manchester. Um, But she was in in the building. Yeah. Um, And old Sunak came on and and was digging out Keir Starmer about U-turn stuff that the Labour Party have done. Mm -hmm. And then he went into his little rant about trans women and the definition of a woman of a woman yeah um all this now they they would not have known esther was not in that chamber no but they knew that she was going to be she was going to be there so he went on this rant which is absolutely abhorrent it really is to do that yeah yeah to do that anyway to do that anyway but when but when the mother of a teenager who was horrifically murdered, who the judge said in her uh, sentencing um, that there was uh, transphobia as part of uh, the motivation um, to just sort of perpetuate that transphobia and to normalise it and to make it seem like that's okay for people to do in this country when, whether she was there or not, I mean, it's just even worse that she was there. Or, or, you know, they, as far as they knew, she was there. Um, yeah, it's just absolutely abhorrent. Um, it was, and the way they all laughed as well. Yeah, they yeah. Were, yeah, it wasn't just Sunak. It no. was the, the people, other people in the Tory party that were just laughing like hyenas. Yeah, there's, this is, this there's is what they no do. respect. There's, there's no respect do. at all, is there? No. Um, there's no humanity about them. No, there isn't. I mean, I would say, as far as I understand it, there were some uh, Tories that called it out yeah. and said that wasn't wasn't appropriate. Um, but Keir Starmer's ref- uh, sorry, uh, Richie Sunak's re- refusing to apologise. I'm not surprised. Well, no, no, because he's a he, you know. Well, I can't say it because I can't swear. No, he's heartless. He's he's awful. He's an awful human being. 
No, it, I mean, it, it was just horrendous. And, you know, Keir Starmer did go back on and he said, you know, he, he, uh, he demanded an apology. Well, he literally said for shame. <clears throat> and, but I have to say as well, you know, Keir Starmer is a little bit of a two-faced git as well because yeah. he's he's saying this week of all weeks well why is it just this week of all weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's not okay to have transphobia in the house of commons how many times have there been people in the gallery that may have been a trans person or a relative of a trans person and a lot of it is, is televised yeah, it's on the yeah. television. so people are, people are watching children are watching this as yeah. well yeah you know it isn't just this week and yeah. also Keir Starmer's got horrendous transphobia in the oh, Labour yeah, Party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he, but he himself is offensive. He's playing both sides. Like, you know, he'll 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 say, oh, no, we support you, and then the next week be hanging around with turfs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's 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 about as much use as a chocolate teapot, to be honest. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, uh, it shouldn't be acceptable any week. It wouldn't be acceptable for any other minority group to be spoken about in that way. No, he shouldn't. And actually, um, Amanda Jane has said in the chat room, she said, what gets me is when he was younger, he had racist comments thrown at him. So he knows what it's like to be singled out for abuse, yet he's happy to dish it out. And I have to say, it was it's absolutely disgusting. I've seen stuff on social media where the politicians are defending him and saying, oh, he didn't mean it in that way. It was, it was just a joke. It was banter. No, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't a banter. It was inappropriate. It's always inappropriate. No, it's you not know, a joke It wasn't the right thing to be about, doing. About when, when you're punching down on any minority, it's not banter. No. No. It's bigotry. Most definitely. Well, Brianna's uh, father told Sky News that Rishi Sunak should apologise for his degrading comments. Yeah. Um, Peter Spooner, who is Brianna's dad, said the Prime Minister's comments in Parliament were absolutely dehumanising it. And I think that's that's something that you need to take from it. And there was somebody, actually, I'd like to read this out. Somebody on Twitter um, did a whole thread Right. about it and it's i'm going to read yeah, it yeah, out yeah. if yeah. you if you want to bear with me this is a guy called tom bacon he on twitter he's um a at tom a bacon and he said uh, at first glance this seems appalling and absurd but here's a reason why rishi sunak is back to, to a corner and can't apologize and here's why his comment was not atypical. It's part of a culture war strategy. But what we so easily forget is a culture war is not victimless. Um, in fact, a culture war is not designed to be victimless. The whole point is to deliberately create an environment of hostility, anger, tribalism. Such emotions naturally lead to vulnerable people suffering because those emotions need targets. Brianna Gay's father has used exactly the right word to describe this. It's dehumanising. That's exactly what these words are designed to do. They strip others of their humanity. This dehumanising of the vulnerable is not a bug, it's a feature. When a politician in a position of power deploys words to this effect, they are punching down on the vulnerable deliberately. And this is why Sunak cannot apologise for his actions. As far as he and his advisers are concerned, yesterday was a political mistake, deploying dehumanising words in a context where they became too visibly crass. An apology, though, raises the question of why they thought dehumanising language was fine to use in the first place. It allows their political opponents to show what they're doing. 
Um, you can hear the responses now. Two weeks ago, you admitted that same argument was wrong and you apologised for it. Why are you using it again now? Did you mean that apology or was it just empty words? So Sunak and his supporters twist and twist and twist, pretending the people who are angered are the real culture warriors. It's soulless, but it's all they have. And of course, they try to ignore the family, the vulnerable they've harmed. And... In this, they talk about Kemi, where Kemi Badenoch is saying every murder is a tragedy. None should be trivialised by political point scoring. As a mother, I can imagine the trauma that Esther Gise had to endure. It was shameful as Starmer to link his own in inability to be clear on the situation to this tragic event. Well, actually, she's... She's, what is she doing getting involved in this? She has no right to get involved whatsoever. So no. then Tom carries on. He says, oh, they try to move the subject back to the discussion they want to have so that they can move on and get to use the same words in the hopes that the harm they've caused will be overlooked. There is a genuine discussion now society needs to be having on the transgender topic, but it needs to be done calmly, thoughtfully, and most of all with love. Politicians shouting through loudspeakers and dehumanising language that helps nobody and harms many. And notice I said harms many because, yes, the vulnerable minority are the ones primarily damaged by this. But I also believe with all my heart that any individual who strips others of their humanity is diminished. When a politician cares so little about others that they dehumanise, then they lose a little bit of their soul, even if they gain the world. When a society buys into dehumanising others, it becomes crueler and meaner and lesser. Um, the culture war strategy is a way of producing smaller people with shrunken hearts and a harsher society, one where the vulnerable are not safe, simply because everything is driven by angry rhetoric. And this brings me back to the sad events of Prime Minister Question Time yesterday. Sunak's crash actions inadvertently showcased how small and mean his culture war rubbish is. He didn't even care to drop his rhetoric for a grieving mother. And don't give me any rubbish about how Sunak didn't hear that Brianna Jai's mother was in attendance. This is Prime Minister's questions, and it's Sunak's job to listen to what the um, LOTO, I don't know what that stands for, but I would imagine that's, don't know. Don't know. Don't know. LOTO says and responds. Leader of the opposition. Oh, See, yeah. Claire is partially okay. away. <laughs> and that line is just an, another admission that Sunak is bad at his basic job. Um, my prayer is that this will be a turning point. Um, that those that would dehumanise are exposed by Sunak's actions yesterday, called out denying these culture warriors a weapon so things can start to calm down and society can have an actual discussion, not a shouting match. Sadly, I don't think that it's happened in a short term, but maybe in the longer term after these culture warriors who would dehumanise others have begun to lose power and influence due to their impending electoral Armageddon. And I think there's a lot to be said in in that thread and there's been lots mm. of comments on it and uh yeah i don't think there's any way that you can disagree with anything that he said in there to be honest i think to to, to try and do that um just shows that you want to fuel a culture war and you, you you want to be part of the group that is persecuting and dehumanizing um any sort of minority group i don't i don't know how anyone can argue with with what that man said in that in that thread no I mean, it was it was a really good thread and it was really interesting and in you know sunak has been castigated by so many people across social media you you're seeing people from all parties that are coming out and saying you know he needs to apologize what he said was abhorrent you know there was absolutely no need for him to do that no nope. um uh, esther 
uh, Brianna's mum has said she's not prepared to talk about it. She, you know, she just no. She wants want to focus to, on. She wants to focus on her charity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Peace in mind, which is going to be the lasting legacy that has, you know, that is coming out of a awful, awful situation. But one accidental positive side of Rishi being an entirely vile human being is that donations are actually flooding into the campaign Good. for oh, the kids' mental goodness. health in Brianna in Brianna's memory. So it's peace in mind. Yeah. Um, that's right. I think they may have changed the name of it. I, it was Peace in Mind. I think it's now, I think Esther's changed it now as Peace and Mind. Oh, okay. Um, I noticed Interesting. the other day that it... Had so our, our T-shirts are already... <laughs> well, you need to go and buy another one because all the money version. goes to the charity, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, no, of course. Um, so, I mean, it's absolutely brilliant that it is driving people <laughs> and they are doing this donation you know, to this. But, yeah, we've had Nicola Sturgeon, who's come out. She said it was truly terrible from Sunak. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, that had Brianna's mum not been there, no one, including Keir Starmer, would have batted an eyelid. Sure, um, that's it's, very true. It's not good enough to stand against transphobia only when the mother of a murdered trans Yeah, girl only when he can, can capitalise on it, basically. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. needs to be done all the time. Yeah, every and time. She is, so, she is so right with that. Um, you know, but there's been... You know, another comment that somebody made was, thanks for your genuine anger about transphobia in Parliament. This is Takia. Just wondering when you'll be removing the whip from Rosie Duffield immediately or yeah. is it this afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, it's, it's very hypocritical, you know. And, yeah, I said, social media has just been, been on overdrive, actually, talking about this, you know. But it's... Uh, yeah, I don't, know wh- I don't know where this is going to land, or what's going to come out of this? I really don't. I, I, I wouldn't hold your breath for anything much coming out of it, to be honest. I, I think that they'll just carry on regardless, on to the next thing, same as always. Um, I think, you know, they'll have a little bit of a pointy finger, hoo-ha, I'm better than you, you're better, you know, you're not better than me, blah, 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 move on to the next thing. You know, it'll just be like, let's just keep punching down on, on, on trans people in the hope that it's going to win us some votes come yeah. election time. Yeah, their attitude's not going to change, is it? And no. their opinions aren't going to change. The trouble is, I not think they're going to they're gonna find very quickly, their demographic, and we mentioned this last week, for their votes are going to be the over 70s. And it's like the, the, the younger voters will be seeing all this. And one good thing out of it, and there's nothing good that can come out of something bad, but is that this has brought this mainstream. So it's now been reported this has gone on. And yeah. I think, so for example, our next door neighbour, she <laughs> she knows what we do with our life. Yeah. You know, her son Sam goes to football and comes to Truck United matches. Yeah. And yesterday she messaged Lucy and said, oh, did you hear about that girl, Brianna? And it's like, you're a year late. Oh, my God. But all <laughs> this that Rishi's done, yeah. ha- and this is somebody who doesn't read the newspapers. Yeah, so you know, it's sort of... She, just, she does social media stuff. Yeah. She is now actually seeing stuff. So it's actually getting to the tension of actual other people that so a lot more people got to. are aware of it that would not ordinarily have been aware of it. And hopefully it's people that are going to take one look at the things that they're saying and go well do you know what not in a million years am i going to vote for this well this comes no, on the back disgusting. of him betting oh yeah the thousand uh, pounds yeah. a thousand pounds 
Um, that, that there'll be a Rwanda flight before the be election a, or something. Yeah. Something oh, that like, was vile. Yeah, disgusting. So vile. I mean, Absolutely that is, disgusting. It's just like playing roulette with um, people's lives. Actually, Tara is just actually saying, and it's just very convenient that Claire has now woken up. <laughs> and now he's in front Claire. of her behind. Nice of you to join <laughs> us. And me, Claire Green. <laughs> <laughs> might want to move that mic a bit nearer. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tara has said in the chat room, all morning on Radio London, on the Eddie Nestor show, um, had phonings with calls from distressed and upset trans people. I think we know one of those people that <laughs> yeah. might have rung in, Claire. Do you oh, want to talk well, about yeah, it? I did, it, yes. I've spoken to Eddie before about um, uh, various issues, homelessness and trans issues. And, um, uh, yeah, I just wanted to put my point of view across again, really, because he's quite... Although he's he's a really good listener, that is is mainstream and... People are afraid of bringing up the situation, uh, you know, or a discussion around trans people. So, uh, um, originally was going to be on for four minutes and um, ended up being on for half an hour. And um, I did hear only a lip because when you sent the link over, I was in the middle of a meeting. Oh right, and then, yeah. And then I had another meeting, so I listened to about ten minutes. Well, my my and point of view. To be yeah, well, he, 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 yeah, it's it's not always an easy thing to do, and uh, you know, I wanted to talk about the prime minister, but Eddie wanted to talk a bit about me and go over what I've been doing. So it was a bit of both, really. But my my point of view was that throughout the court case and throughout all the sentencing, everyone has gendered and used the right pronouns for Brianna. Yeah. Near enough, yeah. near enough. I've not seen it anywhere in the press. And basically, by Starmer saying, um, by Sunak saying, you know, define a woman, blah, women don't have penises, he's basically just saying to Esther, um, I, I don't recognise your daughter as, as a girl. And and that's the bottom line of it. And that's the, the dog whistles that we hear and that but the mainstream press don't and that's what i tried to get across to him you know you know i said i i would i wouldn't talk to him about racism i said i wouldn't tell you what's racist i said i can give you my opinion but i'm telling you this is transphobic because of the meaning behind it you know he might use popular words and we've seen liz trust now come up with the popular party so-called, and and she's saying exactly the same thing, and they they think it's a popular thing, and um, I think with the chat with Eddie reinforced that people don't understand trans people, people still don't meet trans people or listen to trans people, so I was just pleased that I got a chance to speak to him again, and I've had a couple of few texts from friends who listened in and that, and just... um, yeah, you know, I'm, I said to him, you know, don't be afraid of asking questions, just do it politely. And, um, uh, yeah, and I just, you you need to, if you're not, if you don't know a trans person, you then, and where are you reading your, your, your knowledge from? Mm. If you're reading it from the press, then uh, it's not a very good, you know, unless it's a balanced, which we very rarely see, um, 
Yeah, so it was. Yeah, so I was on the phone for half an hour. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Trying to steal the show. I was on lunch break. You do yeah. know that you should be here. You know, the only radio station. Yeah, never mind that she sat through half of our show. But because I because I obviously work in London, I drive around and I'm in and out of the car. Sometimes. I just flick through shows and I thought, yeah. oh, well, I wonder if they're going to people are going to discuss it. So I go through LBC and all the others, and I came over Eddie and um, yeah, Eddie's a really nice guy, really understanding. And we t- they had another MP on there talking about the MP in question time who, who got up and talked about his uh, suicide and stuff like that. And um, and you know, Eddie was bringing up the fact, oh, there's. You know, what about the people who, you know, people who have gender surgery and there's 25% of them go on to commit suicide? I said, yeah, no. I'd like to see that, sir. I said, I said, oh, I wonder dear. where you're getting your figures from because, yeah. um, and then it was about inclusive language, about saying, um, you know, uh, uh, people who can get pregnant or rather than women. And I, I was just saying again, well, well, you know, you have to you have to read through the lines. You have to say it's women and people who can but get it's pregnant. But it's different language not, for we're, different people. You're not, yeah, you're not saying I could hear, people who are... This is where, the, and this yeah. is the media... Um, are prime for that. It's like they, the Brighton, the universe, uh, the yeah. hospital down in Brighton. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. the first ones to introduce the term, uh, you know, two patients yeah. as as chest feeding. Yeah, and the the hoo yeah. I mean, I had a round with one yeah, of my family yeah, yeah, members. Yeah. That's right. I don't speak to them at all now over wow. it because she was saying, you know, I've advocated all this time about women breastfeeding, and now you're going to use chest feeding. And I went, no. Yeah. For cisgender women, it will still be breastfeeding. Yeah. They're using Use a different terminology depending mm. on who the service user is yeah. of the hospital. So yeah, well, it's, this not, is what it's not rocket science, is it? It's not hard to comprehend. I could, I could uh, see, yeah, I could yeah. see where Eddie has. Uh, he said he's like he knew about Castor Semenya and and stuff like that. And from my previous conversations with him, I know <laughs> he was talking to you. <laughs> the, bit, the bit I did here, he was like, "Come on, Claire, we've spoken before." Later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, How and, many times um, is Claire on? Yeah, you? but but I. I I saw he, you know, and he said, "Well, you can't. You can, can you understand where people like this language is getting changed, and we're losing the word women?" We're and not. and I said, "I said it's not like that." I said, it's, "Show me it's, where you're it, losing it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, it, "It's it, it's inclusive language for." And I said, "Don't forget." I said, uh, the, "The the reason it is is because." There's there's uh, trans men who probably you know they don't have cervical smears and you know I always try and point out that actually you know the focus is always on trans women but actually intersex and trans men people get forgotten about quite a lot in the conversation mm. so I always like to remind him <laughs> JP's just in about the toilets and I said well we don't have a toilet law in this country so it's a red herring anybody can go into any toilet you don't need to put a dress on and and then about the gym I said well yeah I joined my gym and you know I've joined a gym w- with a penis and without a penis 
And um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just to confuse you, yeah, <laughs> just to confuse you. But, 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 but yeah. when I did, I always got changed in a cubicle and showered in a cubicle, and I I probably still do near enough do now, but I don't need to. But that's probably because of my but, gender dysphoria. But I certainly wouldn't be. I don't like communal. I've never liked communal oh, change. Yeah. Who wants to get naked in front of other people? Oh, like, I don't. Unless, unless you're like a naturist or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's, it, most people well, it's don't want to do that. I I now I've got it. Look at me. I'm not tucked. <laughs> <laughs> Just got the most extreme tuck ever. Yeah, no, I think. I think. I think. Um, it, it, also, it's nice. Nice to actually go on uh, mainstream uh, media and not uh, not be part of a debate. Mm. I think that's very important. And I've messaged Eddie since about um, you know about having a chat maybe off air. <laughs> And you know, because there's obviously, I know he wants to ask various questions. He wants to learn more. And um, I tell said him to listen him, to this show. He yeah, should repay well, the favour yeah. and yeah. have a listen back. He'd certainly learn a lot listening yeah. to this show. But not just, but like talk to different people and different experiences. Yeah. Because like your experience is not going to be the same yeah. as a trans person of colour um, and a disabled trans person yeah. and you know a trans person from another country. Yeah. Like they're all different experiences um, and you, you know you don't understand everything from one person's point of you view you don't I mm. learn something every single day mm. from all the people that you know whether they're trans people or not trans people or whoever they are whatever the gender identity people are I learn something every day mm. and I'd always try to tell tell them as well that actually I'm not defined by my transness, so you know it's the least interesting thing about me. And and you know I'm proud of my transness. You know I'm a woman with a trans history, and um, you know it's. Well, let's not beat you around the bush. Your hair is looking amazing today. Oh, She's with, <laughs> She's with, with hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my bed hair. Yeah. 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 Sofa, sofa, sofa hair. Sofa. So another so, subject. Is it Truck United? Oh, no. So something else I wanted to discuss, and actually it's really fortuitous that we have little Emily here today as well, <laughs> is that yesterday was the first time they actually had a trans to that happened in the uh, Houses of Parliament, which had trans people just trans in a private room in a private room, mm. having a discussion with an MP um, about the trans kids in schools. Yeah, um, and it's just yeah, Emily's here, and obviously she's she's a trans kid, and she's been through the school system, and almost got through it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, didn't, quite, so didn't quite make it. And to obviously, the, the consultation yeah. is running to I think it's the twelfth of March, March or something, yeah, something like yeah. that. And so time is ticking on quite quickly. So it's really important that you know you you reply to that consultation. But I thought, as we have Emily here, it'd be really good to hear something that you might have to say about all your experiences at school. Um. Nah, you're right, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, there's bits I will and won't say. There's thing because of course I'm not going to name the school and whatnot. No, we can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask why I can't because 
legally we cannot do that. Yeah. Yeah. So but it was just a school that you were going to. Mm. Yeah. yeah um, there was nothing wrong with the building itself. It was uh, the people in Made there. Made of bricks. <laughs> yeah. I hated every individual brick. <laughs> now replace PR with a P. <laughs> PR. <laughs> um, so I'll kind of start off from year seven up to when I left. Um, well, for the starter, during year seven. Well, what happens at the very beginning? You got your name wrong. Uh yeah. So first day. Secondary. Secondary. On my first day, I think this was middle midway through the day, on uh, my first my first day of school, and by the by at this point, my name was legally changed a good few years back beforehand. So um for the for the fact they had my uh, dead name oh. on the register, <sighs> only in one class, which was me math class, every all all the other registers ha- had the That's right weird, name. That's weird, isn't it? And it, it's in a system, so yeah. I don't know how they have my old name because that's long gone. Yeah. Even in my primary school, they changed that name on all the registers. So you went into the secondary school with that name because that was yeah. your legal oh. name. There was um, actually no need for that to yeah. have been on a register exactly. at all. But well, why would they have it anyway? No, that... They wouldn't have it anyway. I don't know how they had it because she had her name changed by Deepole when she was in year year five. Oh, no, year four, yeah, year four. So... Midway through year four. Yeah. So how old would you have been, roughly? Six. Eight. Seven or eight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just for those people that don't understand... Yeah, I I get lost. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still doing O levels. <laughs> <laughs> so not, you went. So you had this one. One class had your your dead name on the register. Yeah, that's shocking. And of course, at the end of the lesson, because I, I didn't really know what to say to that, because I didn't want to openly out myself. Mm. On the first day, I wanted to kind of ease myself into it, kind of hint to the right people, and just kind of I wanted to be able to tell people. Instead of it just spread through a rumour and then having all sorts of people coming up to me and asking, Mm. which of course still happened. Um, So with with, um, that math class at the end, uh, I ended up coming over to the teacher because I didn't didn't reply to the register. So at the end of the lesson, he changed the name uh, to my current name. And... That that was that problem solved, but a few students were still there, so I think a few students may have heard. And also, they would have known anyway, because if they remembered the last name and they heard that name change, mm. a lot of students are going to... The ones that noticed it anyway, kind of... Probably the only one not there, yeah. wasn't it, as well? So mm. it's, did, that, did the school give a reason? Did they... I knew nothing about it until Emily told me weeks later. The school. Oh my god! Didn't the school? <laughs> were yeah, well, that's understandable. Communicating yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so Emily was... didn't want me to go in and say anything. Yeah. It was a new yeah. school. Yeah. We wanted to let it slide. It, you right. know, she was like, "It's not a big deal. Let's just let that one go." Okay. Which yeah. is a massive thing with me. I, I give too many chances. I don't believe in second chances. It's like I believe in the. 50th chance. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, uh, um, which kind of makes me a bit vulnerable to a lot of 
stuff, which is one of the bad things with me in school. I was very vulnerable and very easy to be taken advantage of. And I, I feel as if that happened ridiculously amount of times, like too many to our accounts. Of course, it's, the situations are never going to be okay like that, but the, 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 it's happened. I've had the experience of the real world and I can kind of try and live life after that with a caution of what can happen. Mm. Which, of course, is upsetting that I can't live my life just as everyone else does. Which is a very massive topic that I might get into. I don't know. But that kind of brings back to like why having the right kind of guidance for schools is important mm. because that then allows you to participate in schools in the way that everyone else does rather than make you feel different and other mm. and excluded um, and allow people to mistreat you which then gives a green light for other people to mistreat you mm. um, or, or, or any student you know not you know obviously um, not you not you like specifically but you know you as in trans kids at school that are experiencing the wrong kind of treatment. And did you find that the teachers were okay in general? Um, when you say, obviously, the mistreating, is that from other pupils? Or is it teachers as well, did you find? There was teachers in the end. I'm trying to think in the first year if I got anything. Because the math teacher, uh, I think, the way he was with me in class, I think he kind of felt ashamed and upset for kind of him being the only one with me dead name in the register because throughout the whole school year he kind of always checked up with me he was a uh, he was like really nice to all the students to be fair okay but uh we had a few lgbt teachers which i don't think any of them are there anymore there are there is i think one new teacher who in the school is trans and um they started after you'd left didn't they yeah they uh, when I left halfway through year nine, they started at the start of year ten. So I always felt a bit annoyed at that because, like, if they do, if that teacher could have came earlier, mm. I don't know how different my experience would have been. Maybe I, I might have stayed, but of course I'm glad I left when I did because I don't know what situation I'd be looking at of my life right now if I hadn't left. Mm. Uh. I got a lot of name-calling in corridors, just walking from classes. I didn't use the bathroom until year eight in school, and that's because I was given a bathroom pass where it was, like, anyone with different um, problems, like germaphobes, other um, LGBT students who didn't feel comfortable using the bathrooms. Okay. Um, Something for, good to, to have it's in also place. It was also the only bathroom disabled students could use, which I found a bit... Mm. Because you had to have a key to get into that bathroom, and it's like, there's one key. I thought there should have been more um, accessibility for disabled students, because there was quite a few. And I think that was very poor of the school, but... Um, yeah, you yeah, don't want to be taking yeah. up that space <clears throat> that someone else needs mm, exactly. when you don't need an accessible space it's in that way thing about you need a safe space mm. you, yeah. you you want to be treated equally at school you don't like you don't want special treatment you want them just to just to you know 
But yeah. you didn't feel safe using the toilets, did no. you? That was the point. She did not yeah. feel safe. Well, there being was able to use in them. the school, which was only like one of my lessons were close to this bathroom. There was a set of bathrooms near one of the entrances of the school, and it was like the furthest entrance. It was the only bathroom I felt comfortable in because there was never anyone in there. I think I, that I only ever went in there one time with a student in there, and they were just quite. They were in and out, back to lesson. And I always appreciated that bathroom just mm-hmm. existing. Of course, I would have gone there as much as I could because the other lessons were, like, far away from, like, on the other side of the school because the school was, like, um, a bit of a square building but with, like, a hole in the middle. So you couldn't kind of just oh, cut right. across. Because yeah. mm. um, there was a few different areas because in the middle was an area for the year seven. So at the time... I could use that area, but after a while, they don't let you go through there because it's also where st- staff are going to see the students go through because every window... Were your lessons with the other pupils then throughout all of this? I mean, because like, well, obviously this week we've heard from the, from the, uh, the sentencing of... Um, uh, Brianna's, uh, you know, she was in exclusion... Um, getting taught, wasn't she? Because mm. she she found that, or they thought it was safer for her, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, but the I thing is, know. the thing is, I have huge issues with that because I think that if you're putting somebody like Emily or Brianna into exclusion, what you're doing is you're rewarding the bullies. Now, yeah. the bullies or the people causing the trouble... They're the ones that should they be They are the ones that should be yeah. in exclusion. I don't think they're sorting the issue out. And all they're doing then are Making excluding... Making their life easier. Yeah, they're make, yeah, but they're not for the child. No. So no. you're no. then excluding a child yeah. that has done nothing wrong, that's being bullied... And then you're taking them out and putting them into ex- exclusion. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that this is the go-to with all schools because they did do that with Emily. Every time <clears> she was attacked <throat> by another student, she would be put into isolation for her own safety so right. that so they could ensure that she was safe. Okay. A lot of the time, I will be honest now because I'm out of school and because uh, I don't want more issues to come from this, a lot of the time when they tell... Um, you that I'd be going into isolation to kind of learn on my own I'd be put into just classes with other students that were isolated so if there were audible people isolated I'd be in there with you're them you're in there with them so they're not protecting you there was cubicles with computers which is where we learned so really that they couldn't I couldn't see them they couldn't see me right, okay. but the whole point of going to well, school exactly. is well. to learn social skills yeah. with other mm. children mm-hmm. you know and this is just such a weak excuse because yeah. they just you know you are getting you are being punished yeah. for being bullied I mean this is so I, wrong. you know it, I, it, in my day school you know the the exclusion the the isolation was for disruptive students that were causing problems, mm. not mm. people that that you know were being bullied. Yeah, oh. yeah, that just seems to be the go-to now for schools. Wow, that's, that that's what they do. They put them. But it just it just 
makes you think that, like, I mean, I think the reality of the situation is that in so many circumstances, schools are just underfunded, mm. and mm. they haven't got Understaffed. they they yeah. haven't got the staff, they haven't got the funding, they haven't got the resources to be able to deal with anything effectively. Yeah, yeah. Um, and therefore they deal with it in in what seems to them to be the the most sensible way to do it. But yeah. that's not necessarily doesn't mean that it's fair, doesn't mean that it's no. appropriate, and doesn't mean that it's actually improving safety for anyone. No, I, I just think they're shying away. From from sorting the issue. One hundred percent. And what about sports? Did you take part oh, in sports? Yes. At school? Oh, oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. All right, Chad. How did? Uh, <laughs> was Actually, that an issue? Have, before you carry on, we can talk about sports. I just have to say, Chrissy has said in the chat room. She said, "Thank you so much for coming on to the show. More power to you." Oh, oh thank so, you. Right. <laughs> 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 so, so let's talk about sports. <laughs> um, <laughs> With sports, this is uh, uh, this is where I met one of my uh, friends who uh, joined kind of our big friend group. Uh, we met in PE, and she was the only one who'd pair with me. Well, because it was like the last two students there. Because I didn't know anyone because I'd, I'd just gone to a new school where I, I don't know a soul. The only person I knew, the only other person I knew, was a trans person in stealth in the year above. So it, I'd never see them, except for like lunch breaks and whatnot. Did you clock each other? You know, like how trans people in the wild clock each other. <laughs> sure, let's see you back. Do we give the oh, wink yeah. and then the secret hand? Yeah, the secret yeah. handshake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Avril doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you in one day. Uh, <laughs> can I be on reach fans? Yeah. <laughs> No, you got a transition? <laughs> but with sports, I was never left out. Of course, later on with Pete, in all honesty, I think was the the best area for me because I never seemed to have a problem with the girls in the school. It was always the boys. I don't know. I, now, I, now I come to think of it, I don't ever think I actually had an inter- a bad interaction with any of the girls in the school. They all found it, like, dead interesting. And whatnot, like they're like so. Hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so interesting that you're trans. <laughs> well, they never said that, but no, they... I know, I know. They were fascinated. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was looking yeah, for. They, they were yeah. fascinated by it. They asked all sorts of questions because I, I said, just so you ever know, like ask me questions, uh, uh, and I'll kind of mm. let them know because then it's people educated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the topic. Good for you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and it's friends made because all the girls in the school would back me up if, like, anything oh, like that happened. Can I can I ask a question there in that case? Go ahead. If if the girls were all good, what was the issue with the bathrooms? Oh, it's because all of the older female students were going there and right. So it wasn't the girls nice. in your yeah. Okay, the girls that makes in my sense. year were fine. Yeah, the, right. ones the girls above. that you talked to, yeah. the ones yeah. that you were able to share your experiences yeah. with, the ones that were able to actually understand you, were fine. There's one Those, um, the... when I was in year seven. There's one year ten who just adored me because they weren't. Well, because you're adorable, <laughs> <laughs> or at least you used to be. <laughs> <laughs> they were non-binary as well, so they right. kind of just. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. In the end, when I left school, from what I heard, they ended up fully transitioning from female to male and. In, from what I heard, they actually didn't get um, very much abuse. Oh well, that's. I'm glad that. And I'm very happy that I, that, that that some people have yeah, good experience. That there's a good experience because 
she was just lovely to everyone. She, she, it was like, she's like one of those people, if you have a problem with her, you've, you've clearly never talk, spoken to her or seen her. Yeah. Um, sorry, I've misgendered them there. Because they were, um, the non, they've, they've stuck with they, them pronouns, but... Okay, yeah. Okay. Turn, sometimes yeah. they want to be she, her. Sometimes they want to be he, him, the... Mm. Any pronouns. Yeah, any, any pronouns. So it sounds well, like... Well, then you didn't... You didn't, you didn't, didn't misgender. But you, it sounds like uh, by, by you being out at school, maybe you've left uh, an imprint on those those girls in your year, your class. Obviously, you said there's people who are stealth at school. And, and you know, maybe that's their way of obviously coping with it and and hopefully by 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 the the school seeing you as an out trans kid at school that it's paved the way hopefully for the thing is so emily ended up having to be homeschooled mm. because the situation yeah. just was so unbearable and yeah are you thinking of going into college do you think you'll do college well, we're or? talking about it but what really comes to my mind is the situations where, because I'll be a lot older, the mm. situations then would be more physical abuse than verbal. So, of course, I don't know if that's going to happen, but... I think you'll find that as people are maturing, mm. they're, they're probably less likely. There, there's people more... We're seeing with the, with the census and everything like that, more and more people identifying on the spectrum and you may find that actually as you go to college or whatever that that you know you're less likely to be and also that, i think there'll be more of a network as well there'll be more more support. other students yeah, that definitely. Are part yeah. Of the and more social things as well yeah. and community. that's really important to uh to, to you know to be with your peers of your mm. age as well well can i just say thank you to emily for yeah. sharing your experiences we always yeah. well tough because the show is we're <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to get you back yeah you have to come back that and hour do the has just completely completely whizzed by we need to get you back on I mean, and, it feels like half an hour talk, talk about <laughs> what, well, it was only half an hour so <laughs> Next week, it's going to be the Alternative in Conversation show. So Absolutely. Please make sure you tune in. So coming up next, we have Tara T. With the Scar. Reggae. And... Two-Tone Show. Oh, my... Jelly tots. At 10 o'clock, we have... The Shelly Jane Extravaganza. And 11 o'clock, we have Claire McKay. Nice. Absolutely fabulous. Taking us through to midnight. Wonderful. Love it. So, we'll see you all very soon. Thank you, everybody in the chat room and everybody listening at home. And uh, speak to you all very soon. Ta-ta. Bye. 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 Bye.